She came back to paint the school as a penance. Larissa Johansson had been in Maui during the shooting. She'd taken that Monday, President's Day, off so that she could have one extra day in the sunshine before returning to the haze of a Minnesota winter. She'd flown back on Wednesday, trying to stifle tears, simultaneously wishing she had been in her classroom with her students and relieved that she had been nowhere near Manitoba High School when Leif Soderstrom, a student she'd been trying to draw out of his moody shell, had brought three assault rifles, six automated pistols, and a homemade grenade into third-period lunch and proceeded to pick off his fellow students. Leif had killed sixteen kids, wounded ten others, and murdered the guard at the front door, a friendly man who monitored the metal detector and x-rayed every briefcase and backpack. Leaf had also killed the lunchroom supervisor, a rather austere woman with the apt name of Iris Winter, and the assistant principal, Walter Hagen. The school had been closed for nearly a week. First, while the crime scene analysts mapped Leaf's murderous path, and then while the crime scene cleaners tried to return everything to normal. But the school board knew that normal wasn't possible, not anymore, and they ordered a secondary cleanup, an expenditure of funds unprecedented in the school's history. Some of the funds would go to on-site psychiatric counseling for the rest of the school year, and the rest would go toward new tables and chairs for the cafeteria, a new security system, and locks for every single classroom door. The board also called for a completely new paint job on the interior of the building, new colors, new trim, and even, in the areas coated by blood, new vinyl on the floors. The board wanted to hire a painting firm, but at that emotional board meeting, which Larissa had missed due to a delayed flight, but saw later on Community Access Channel 5, the parents and the teachers volunteered to do that part of the job. It makes us feel like we're doing something, said Ronald Phelps, the algebra teacher, and Larissa could hear the guilt in his voice. She recognized it because she had felt the same guilt the entire way home. Maybe if she had talked to Leaf more, drawn him out, seen how very distressed he was, not just by his father's death last summer, but by the way the kids teased him, maybe she might have noticed that glimmer of insanity in his eyes, the edge that he balanced precariously on. She, of all people, should have seen how close he was to falling off. But she hadn't. And not only had she failed to see the signs of Leaf's mental break, but she had been in Hawaii when it happened, ten days in the sunshine, courtesy of her flamboyant sister Nadia, who wanted Larissa to stand up for her at her fifth wedding. This marriage probably wouldn't last either, but Nadia wanted to milk her newly minted husband for every single dime. The man could afford it. He was worth more than $40 million, thanks to some patents that had something to do with genetics. The wedding had been a spare-no-expense event at one of Hawaii's most exclusive resorts. Famous musicians provided music every single night. Each meal was catered, and ever-flowing drinks were on the house. Larissa hadn't even spent any of her own money getting there, nor did she spend any money while she was there. Nadia had given Larissa an allowance, which was almost half her annual salary, and told her to have fun.
Larissa had had fun, and she had brought back nine-tenths of the money, along with a new wardrobe and presents for the friends left behind. Presents that now seemed frivolous, just like her tan in the middle of a Minnesota winter. She looked like a woman who had been partying while the world ended, and she felt like it too. So she'd called the principal, Helen Myers, and volunteered to be on the painting crew. Helen, bless her, had tried to talk Larissa out of it. You don't want to go in there until it's fixed. Trust me on this, Larissa. But Larissa did, and she would. It was the least she could do in this new world, where the least seemed like nothing at all. Not really. Not considering the bullets she'd dodged, probably literally, since she often went to third-period lunch to talk to her more recalcitrant students.